so glad that you chose to be with us this morning here on this beautiful Sunday morning. For those that don't know, uh, my name is Anthony and I help serve on staff here at Celebration Church and it's an honor to come alongside your life. We, we love y'all. We believe in you all. We so appreciate every single one of you and we're grateful and thankful. How many of y'all are grateful for our lead pastor, Randy Hand and Shrehan? We just got to give them a shout out, y'all. They're such a huge blessing. So grateful for them. Well, you know, years ago, y'all, I went to this one haircut place. By the way, whenever you go to a haircut place, make sure you know where you're going because some people don't know how to cut hair. I got an amen over there, yes, so, so be it, right? And so I got to preach over there too, come on. So, so I make that rookie mistake. It's not a rookie mistake, I just made a mistake anyway. So I end up going to this one place. I'm not gonna put them on blast because I can't do that to them. For those that are watching online, maybe the person that cut my hair, please forgive me. We, we'll act like, we'll act like we don't even know what we're talking about. So anyways, so I go and I get a haircut. I go home and I look at my wife and I say, check out my haircut. And her face showed everything. And it was like, you need to go back and get your haircut fixed. Listen, y'all, it was horrible. It was bad. It was jacked up, y'all. It was, it, was, it was just bad. I didn't want to go back. But my wife, being my wife, thank God for my wife because she knows what she's doing. Can I get an amen to all the women out there that are married? All right. So I go back and I go, but when I drive up and I look over, that place is jam-packed. So you know what I decide? I'm going to go in there. I'm going to keep up my jacked-up haircut. You know what I did? I settled for a messed up haircut, and y'all, I needed a miracle, and I settled. And I went throughout my week and months with a jacked up haircut. But the truth be told, y'all, let's think about it, y'all. Sometimes in life, that is a part of life, we begin to settle for things in our life. Think about it. We settle for less than God's best. We settle in our relationships. We settle in our career. We settle in our health. We settle in our finances. Even at times, we even settle in our relationship with God. And if we want to experience all that God has for us, and we want to experience the miracle working God that has for us, if we want to experience the more that God has for us, we cannot settle for less than God's best. In fact, there's a story in the Bible that I would love to share with us this morning that I believe paints a beautiful picture to show us how they responded when it pertained to settling, how it pertained when they're believing for the miracle. Let's go ahead and read together out of Exodus chapter 14, starting in verse 10, and it says it like this. As Pharaoh approached, the Israelites looked up and saw the Egyptians marching after them. And they were very frightened, so the Israelites cried out to the Lord. Then, then they said to Moses, it is because there are no graves in Egypt that you have taken us away to die in the wilderness. What is this that you have done to us by bringing us out of Egypt? Did we not say to you in Egypt, leave us alone, let us serve the Egyptians? For it would have been better for us to serve the Egyptians as slaves than to die in the wilderness. Verse 13. Then Moses said to the people, do not be afraid. Take your stand, be firm and confident and undismayed and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will accomplish for you today. For those Egyptians who you have seen today, you will never see them again. The Lord will fight for you while you only need to keep calm and remain calm. You know what's crazy about this story? 
was Moses was in the same situation like everyone else was. When everyone else was freaking out and willing to give up, he believed in a miracle. He decided to believe in a miracle. He decided not to settle for what was. He believed for a miracle. And how did Moses position himself to see a miracle? You see, miracles just don't happen. But let me tell you something today. But when you position yourself, it allows God to move in your situation. And today I want to share with you three simple things that Moses did that positioned him to see a miracle. And if you're taking notes this morning, number one is this. Moses knew God. Moses knew God. Moses had a personal relationship with God. And because Moses had a personal relationship with God, Moses knew that God was with him. And Moses knew that God didn't bring him this far to leave them now. And do you know that God is with you in your circumstance, that God is with you in your situation, and God has been with you, and God is with you today, and God will never leave you nor forsake you, but that God has been with you no matter what it looks like because God has been with you, and God has not bring you this far to leave you now. And I know last year it was hectic. I know last year many of us gone through some difficult times, but I want you to know something. In the middle of that difficult time, God was with you. In that loss, God was with you. In that pain, in that torment that was going on in your mind, God was with you. And I know sometimes in life it doesn't look like God is with us when the pain is real and when you're lonely and you can't do it anymore. The single mom that wants to give up, the dad that wants to give up. But I want you to know God has always been with you and God is with you today. And as God was with Moses, God is with you. And I want to encourage every single one of us in this building and those that are watching online, the way you can find out and experience and know that God is with you is God desires for us to have a relationship with him my friend I'm here to encourage every single one of us today that God's will God's desire is for us to have an authentic relationship with him and I know what you've been through wasn't easy and I know what's going on in your world today it isn't easy God sees the pain and the pain is real. God sees the disappointment and the disappointment is real. God sees that you have been let down and that is real. But I want you to know no matter what it looks and how you feel on the inside, God is with you and he will always be with you and he'll never leave you nor forsake you. I love what Joshua 1.5 says. It says it like this. No one will be able to stand up against you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. I don't know who that's for today, but that is your miracle today. I don't know who that is for today. But I believe that's for someone in this place that needs to hear that. As I was with Moses, I'm with you. No man, no one will be able to stand up against you because God is with you. You may have been rejected. You may have felt abandoned. But I want you to know he'll never abandon you. He'll never reject you. He's always with you and he's always for you. He loves you and he cares about you. And you're not alone. God loves you and God cares about you and he'll never ever abandon you and God is with us and God is for us. So the first thing we can do to position ourselves is to know God. The second thing, if you're taking notes, 
The second thing that Moses did was he believed God can do miracles. As you all know, Pastor Randy several weekends back ago talked about what is a miracle. A miracle is God doing what we cannot do. A miracle is God doing what only he can do. A miracle is God making a way where there seems to be no way. You see, from the Israelites' perspective, they were between an army, come on somebody, and an ocean. They were between a rock and a hard place. And they looked like, from their perspective, it looked like there was no way out. But Moses knew with his God, there's always a way out. And I want you to know today, with your God, there's always a way out. And there's nothing too big and there's nothing too difficult for your God. Because Moses knew that his God was the way maker, the miracle worker, and the promise keeper. And I want you to know today, just because it don't look good on the outside, it doesn't mean your God can't move on your behalf. Because I'm here to encourage everyone and their mother in this place. My God can make a way where there seems to be no way. You may feel like you're between a rock and a hard place, but I got some good news for you. Your God is with you. Your God is for you. And God did not bring you this far to leave you. Now, my God can make a way where there seems to be no way. Isaiah 43 verse 7 says it like this. This is for you. You can put this in your pipe and smoke it if you like. When you're in rough waters, you will not go down. Come on, somebody. Ha. When you're between a rock and a hard place, it won't be a dead end. I said it won't be a dead end. It may look like a dead end, but it ain't a dead end. This is an opportunity for your God to show off. It's this opportunity to let your mom and your dad and your uncle and your aunt and let your loved ones know how big and how awesome your God is. Come on, somebody. This is what he says. Because I am God, your personal God. That's right, your personal God. God take it personal. And he's a personal God. The Holy One of Israel your savior. Has anyone ever been between a rock and a hard place? Let me say, has anyone ever been between a rock and a hard place? Have I been the only one that's been between a rock and a hard place? Because I know plenty of times I have. And maybe you're in this place and you feel like your marriage is falling apart, but I got some good news. My God can make a way where there seems to be no way. You may be in debt over your head, but it's all good in the hood because my God can make a way where there seems to be no way. The doctor may have given you a bad negative report, but I'm here to tell you my God can make a way where there seems to be no way. Your kids may not want nothing to do with your God, but I'm here to tell you my God can make a way where there seems to be no way. You may be in this place and you're dealing with anxiety, fear, worry, torment in your mind, but I got some good news. The same God that did what he did then is the same God that does what he does today. And my God can make a way where there seems to be no way. You may feel like you're a dead end in your finances. You may feel like you're at a dead end in your body. You may feel like you're a dead end in your situation. But I got some good news for someone in this place and those that are joining me online today. I got some good news. My God can make a way where there seems to be no way. Ha. Listen, God is still doing miracles today, baby. The same God that did what he did for the Israelites is the same God as the God that's going to do what he's going to do for you today. I don't know about you, but I know my own personal life. 
It looked like it wasn't going to look like I was going to be serving God, but God made a way where there seemed to be no way for my mom. And I'm grateful that God answered that prayer when my mom was praying for me, when people were praying for me. I was on someone's hit list. That's right. This lady came up to me after I gave my life to Christ, and she said, I had your name on my prayer list, and she called it the prayer hit list. And I'm here to tell you, my God can make a way where there seems to be no way. And I want you to know if God has done it for me, God can do it for you. Who am I? talking to in this place baby this morning can anybody relate with me has God been doing any miracles in your life if God has been doing any miracles in your life lift up your voice if God has been doing any miracles in your life lift your hands up and begin to praise your Jesus yeah yeah if God has been doing a miracle in life lift your hands up Look around, y'all. Look around. Ah, the devil don't like it when God's doing miracles in your life. But it don't matter what the devil thinks because I'm here to tell you 2,000 years ago, Jesus Christ came and defeated the enemy, defeated sickness, defeated poverty, defeated him for good. My God can make a way where there seems to be no way. And as earlier as I asked those in this place, hey, raise your hand if God's been doing miracles in your life. And many hands went up. I love when Linda and Fred were up here and they were sharing with you the miracles that God has been doing. I don't know about you, but it inspires my faith. It stirs me up. It builds my faith. It lets me know if God is doing it for you, God can do it for me. In fact, when God does something in your life, he wants you what? To see it, to say it, and tell it y'all and I believe as I'm speaking this morning and I believe throughout the week we want to encourage every single one of you today as God begins to do miracles in your life see it say it and tell it begin to brag on Jesus begin to let your friends and your families and your loved ones know what God has been doing in your life because what it's going to do is going to bring them to Jesus hallelujah so celebration I got some good news for you today I got some encouraged news for you today. If you want to see a miracle in your life, we have to have faith and believe nothing's too hard for our God. Let's believe God can make a way where there seems to be no way. Let's believe that our God can do miracles. And I know with all my heart, God is doing a miracle right now in your situation. Amen. The third thing that I want to share with you today that Moses knew that he needed to position himself to see a miracle was Moses acted on God's word. Not only did Moses know that God was with him and that God can do miracles, but Moses needed to act on the word of the Lord. You see, there's our part we have to play and our part's a big deal. You see, God is the only one that can do what God can do. We already know that God is the miracle worker, but God needs your obedience. God needs my obedience. And the way I position myself for the miracle that God has for my life, I have to be willing and obedient to the word of the Lord. I love what it says here in Exodus chapter 14, starting verse 15. Then the Lord said to Moses, here's God talking to Moses. Why do you cry to me? Tell the sons of Israel to move forward toward the sea. This is your instructions today, celebration. This is what God said to Moses. 
As for you, lift up your staff and stretch out your hand over the seed and divide it so that the sons of Israel may go through the middle of the sea on dry land. You see, Moses had to do something. When God spoke to Moses to lift up his rod, that was the moment when God parted the Red Sea. And I don't know what you're, what's coming up against you, what you're facing. The odds are against you. Your marriage is hurt. Your marriage is falling apart. Your finances are falling apart. Things don't look good in your life. Perhaps maybe you're in here and you're second guessing your faith in God. I don't know what's going on, but I want you to know today. I want you to know today as you obey the word of the Lord, God is going to part that Red Sea. And your enemies that you see, you're going to see them no more. And I don't know what's been chasing you. Fear, worry, anxiety has been chasing you. Doubt, defeat has been chasing you. Your past has been chasing you, but I got some good news. As the Bible said back in the days, as Moses lift up his rod, the Bible says he parted the Red Sea and their enemies that were chasing after him, they saw no more because I'm here to encourage you, your enemies you're going to see no more. Why? It's because you're going to choose to obey the instructions of the Lord. You see, listen, my friend. God is not moved by need. He is moved by faith. In this text here, Moses wasn't moved by what he was seeing. He was moved by what he heard God say. And then he obeyed what God said. And that's exactly when the miracle took place. And I mean to tell you, God is not moved by your need. He is moved by your faith. What is faith? Faith is an expectation, anticipation. Faith is a belief. Faith is believing God for what God says. That is what faith is. And that's exactly what Moses did in that moment is he chose to trust God, but he chose to have faith in his God because he had a relationship with his God. And because of that, he was confident in knowing that God keeps his word. And I want you to know today, God keeps his word. God is waiting on you. Come on, God is waiting on me. The word works for those that work the word. Come on, somebody. And if I want God's word to work for me, I got to believe what God says, but then I got to do what God says. I have a question for you today. What's God been saying to you? There's no such thing as partial obedience. God wants 100% complete obedience. Maybe you're in this place and maybe God's been dealing with you to get married. I went there. I would encourage you if you know it's him or her and you're supposed to be with that person, get married. I don't know about you, but the blessing is far greater than the curse. Ah. Uh, you know, that's what I love about celebrations because here at Celebration, we got next steps just for you. I love how Pastor Fred earlier was talking about we're getting ready to do water baptism. Maybe that's your next word of the Lord. Maybe that's your instructions that God is saying to you. And perhaps maybe, perhaps maybe if you just sign up and you show up, and perhaps maybe you get water baptized and those things that have been haunting you and those things that have been getting the best of you are going to go down and stay drowned and drown and stay there because you're making a public declaration. And I got a feeling when you do that, that's when you're going to see your miracle. 
Maybe God's been dealing with you about joining the dream team and you've been contemplating because you're too nervous or you're too shy. Well, guess what? Welcome to the family because we got other people who are too shy in those things. But I'm here to tell you, God is just waiting for you to act on his word. And the Bible talks about how God's put gifts and talents and abilities on the inside of you, not for the purpose to do it for yourself or to serve yourself, but for the purpose of serving others well. Maybe you're just one miracle away, but God is waiting for your willingness and obedience. Listen, y'all, a miracle in the making, y'all, but it's up to you. Hear my heart. God wants to do the impossible. God wants to bring freedom and hope to your situation. And God wants to bring deliverance to your situation. And God has and he did by sending his son Jesus. He came for you, for me. He died on the cross. He laid his life down on Calvary. Not so that you can just get by. Not so that you can live the way you want to live. But God so loved you, so loved me. That he sent his son to bring freedom in my life, hope and peace and joy. Rest of my Jesus came, the whole package, the full package. He did everything he was supposed to do. And he did it with a willing heart. You were so valuable enough that he loved you too much and he loves you. That he was willing and obedient so that you don't have to have a broke life. So you don't have to have issues in your marriage. No, we will, but you can overcome it. God sent his son so you and I, all of us, can experience freedom and peace and live the life that God has called us to live and God's will, God's desire for all of us is to live the full life that he's called us to live. But in order for us to do that is we gotta position ourselves so that we can walk in what he already provided for us. And to bring back to the text, what God told Moses when his enemies were coming after them, he said, you will see the salvation of the Lord today. That word salvation means deliverance. That word salvation means victory, joy, happiness. That word salvation is huge. And as Moses lift up that rod, that rod was a type of shadow of the power of God. That rod was a type of shadow of the word of God. And that rod was a type of shadow of our Lord and Savior. And I'm so grateful because of one man's obedience, you and I, can live a whole, complete, favored, blessed life. And I want to encourage us as I conclude today to remind every single one of us in order for us to walk in the miracle that God has for us, we have to obey what God is asking us to do. I'm going to see it. I'm going to say it. And I'm going to tell it. Celebration. If we want to see miracles, we have to position ourselves like Moses did. We have to know God. We got to believe he can do miracles. And then we got to act on God's word. I'm going to share this. I was thinking about it and I'm going to go ahead and share this. But last year during the pandemic, my wife and I were going through a lot of difficult times and difficult times in our own personal life. And for those that don't know, and I feel like this will click for someone because I believe what I'm about to share, what I'm about to say is going to inspire you to position yourself to get in line with the word of God so you can walk in the blessing of God, which is the ability of God. 
So back in 2002, I went to a Bible school by, by the name of Rainbow Bible uh, School. It was Rainbow Bible Training Center at that time. It was a two-year program. I went through it, but the only problem was I got distracted and I allowed myself to, to allow things to get the best of me. And I won't go into detail, but I, I got distracted. And how many of y'all know a distraction is a sideshow from distracting from the main event? That's what distractions are, by the way. They're sideshows from distracting from the main event. And I know God told me to go and go to Ramah, and I was obedient, but I missed out on some things that God had for me because I wasn't living in the blessed life like I needed to because I wasn't, in all, I wasn't all in like I needed to. Because remember I said earlier, there's no such thing as partial obedience. Think about it. Moses wasn't like second guessing. Should I, should I lift up the rod? No, he had to lift up the rod. 100% baby, in. In my case, I knew God called me there, but I allowed things to distract me and I allowed things to get the best of me. And so the dean at that time had to call me in and said, hey, Ed, this is what's going on in your life. This is what your school works look like. I don't know if you're gonna be able to graduate, but I'll tell you what, if you do these two things, I'll let you walk and I'll let you get your diploma. All right, absolutely. So they let me walk, but then I had a deadline to turn this paperwork in, these paperwork in, and I never did. So I never got my diploma. Years go, years later, I, I always think about in the back of my mind, man, I, I never got my diploma. And I used to always think, do I need to go back to Ramah? Do I, do I need to go back there and finish what I start? Because when God starts something, he finishes it. When God starts something, he completes it. God doesn't ask you to do something, then you stop. No, God is a God of completion, complete obedience. And during this time last year, during the pandemic, my wife and I were going through some things and it wasn't easy. But then it was in a moment that what I was going through, I seized the moment. So instead of me seeing it wrong, I was seeing it right. And so what I did is I reached out to the re, uh, previous dean there at Ramah and I began to share with him and my thoughts and I began to share with him some things. And he said, got back to me and, and uh, uh, he said to me, what, his secretary got back to me and then she began to sh share with me like, this is what they want you to do. We want you to turn this, this paperwork in. And then from there, we'll let you have your diploma. So there I am going away, typing away, doing my thing. And thank God for my wife because my wife's very structured. And my wife, you know, uh, helps me out to make sure it looks good. Some of your husbands know what I'm talking about. So I did what I needed to do. And then I emailed it back to him. Then I get a phone call letting me know, Anthony, you're going to receive your diploma in the mail. Come on. That's my God making a way where there seems to be no way. When God starts something, he finishes it. And I want you to know that, that may be a little thing to you, but that's a big deal to me because I knew my God called me to go to Ramah at that time. And I'm so grateful God is a God of second chances, third chances, four chances. He'll never leave you, nor forsake you. He'll never give up on you. Whatever dream God's put on the inside of you, you got to know your God can make a way where there seems to be no way. When the odds are against you, when no one believes in you, when people lie about you, when you feel the pressure of life, when you're hurt down and out broken my God can make a way where there seems to be no way and I'm so grateful in that moment in that situation I made a decision to humble myself because true humility is when you know in your obedience and I'm glad I obeyed and I humbled myself and I got my diploma y'all in order for you to receive the miracle that I believe God has for you 
you're just one just one position away just one obedience away God's word is like the chiropractor what do you mean when you go to the chiropractor what's the purpose of the chiropractor it, it realigns your back Ah, uh, you didn't hear me. God's, words have, God's word has the ability to realign your life if you'll let them. So celebration, let this encourage you today. If you want to see miracles, we have to position ourselves like Moses did. Moses knew God. Moses believed God could do miracles. But Moses acted on the word. Let's close your eyes and bow your heads. Maybe you're in this place today and you've never given your life to Jesus. The Bible talks about all that call upon the name of the Lord will be saved. As I preference earlier about Jesus coming to the earth 2,000 years ago, he didn't come just to come to the earth. No, he came to die for you. He came to set you free. He came to bring freedom, absolute freedom in every area of your life. But not only did he come to set you free, but he desires for you to stay free. And the way you stay free is call upon the name of the Lord. And I want to encourage anyone in this place, maybe you want to give up on life and you're in this place and you don't want to live anymore. I want you to know God loved you so much so that you can live again dream again believe again God loved you so much that he died for you if you were the only one on this planet he would do it all over again just for you because that is how much he loves you God so loved you that he sent his son his one and only son that whoever believe in him will not perish but have everlasting life and if that is you in this place and you want to ask Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior as I count to three with no one looking around I want to know who I'm praying with this morning one two three lift those hands up I see that hand that hand I see that hand that hand that hand that hand that hand I see that hand I see that hand that hand that hand that hand that man God is doing something in this place I'm here to tell you that's the greatest miracle is you giving your life to Jesus Jesus is the ultimate miracle he's the miracle worker and what you're doing now is the greatest decision as a church family let's pray with those that made that decision say this with me say Jesus I believe you died on the cross and rose on the third day I ask you to be my Lord to be my Savior forgive me of all of my sins I ask you to make me brand new in Jesus name amen and amen come on somebody y'all can do better than that someone just gave their life to Jesus that's the greatest miracle right there the greatest miracle is that person was on their way to hell but now they're on their way to heaven but not only are they on their way to heaven but now heaven lives on the inside of them now you got the promise of all promise his name is Jesus come on somebody I don't know about you but I'm stirred up this morning are you stirred up this morning are you, is, is it time to get your miracle? What we're going to do is I'm going to have time. We'll get into one more song because I believe, we believe that God is a God of miracles and we want to position ourselves to allow God to continue to do what only God can do. So if you can stand up to your feet, we're going to get into one more worship song. But I believe as Tavo begins to sing this song, I believe the blessing and the favor of God is going to be declared over your life right now as Tavo begins to sing this song. And then we're going to close afterwards. So right now in this moment, just between you and the Lord. His favor. Yeah, his favor. Upon you, 
in a thousand generations in your family and your children your children and their children and their children are blessed and their children come on celebration favor between you and the lord right now and a thousand generations in yes, your family yes, and your children and their children and their children may his presence may his presence go before you and behind you and beside you all around you and within you he is with you he is with you in the morning in the evening in your coming and you're going and you Father, right now in this moment, in this God moment, I just ask, Father, that you begin to heal backs in this room. You're the healer. Yeah. I declare back be healed in Jesus' name. Yeah. I declare that pain in your leg be healed in Jesus' name. person in this room that feels guilty full of shame I say to be free from your past for you're a brand new creation in Christ Jesus all things pass away and behold all things become new I say to the mom you're loved and valued by your heavenly father I say to the man of God in this room you haven't seen anything yet and I declare I declare over this house that we will see it, say it, and tell it. We will see it, say it, and tell it. We will see it, say it, and tell it. Yeah, 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 yeah. We will see the miracle. We will, we will tell it. Come on. We will see it, say it, and tell it. So, Father, I just ask right now in this God moment, I ask that you do what only you can do right now. As people leave today, remind them, remind them that we position ourselves for our miracle. That we're gonna know you, we're gonna believe that you can always do miracles, no matter what. And that we're gonna act on your word in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. And amen, y'all. Come on, somebody. Thanks for listening. If this impacted you and you'd like to partner with us, go to celebrationchurch.cc give to help us reach people with the message of Jesus. 